Yo everyone, welcome to another episode of Over the Bridge Podcast. I'm joined today by my guy on my left. Yo, what's good everyone? Happy New Year. Team Money, Patrick, hello. We also have man like... Tommy Dyer. Hello everyone. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, he's, Happy New Year, He's everyone. really adding the extra <laughs> base. No, it's the not, man. This, to is, it, this is the normal. No, no that's the just some extra base. One, two compliments. Yeah, one, two compliments. You, you gassed him in extra base. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I normally... My, my eardrums are vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> I really should do a quiet storm little you know, radio it, show or something. No, <laughs> I mean, my own Percy little, you know. Some ASMR. <laughs> or like eating apple. Like. Yeah, yeah. This is really, really delicious. Yeah. You're forcing the base, bro. <laughs> I am, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Forcing the base, bro. Cool, Just... so we're back again. Yeah, New Year. It's been, uh, well, we've been off a little bit, like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've had Christmas. We've had the New Year celebration. And now we're kind of thinking about how we're going to proceed with things as individuals. I know everyone's having their resolutions and thinking about mm. what their plans are for the, the New Year. So maybe, I don't know, how's your holidays been, guys? It's been restful, full of family, full of food. Yep. It's been good, man. It's been Close. like, re- like better than like. It's been the best Christmas I've had in a while. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's good. But like, not, not for anything like, nothing big happened. It yeah, was just yeah. like really. I got to see loads of my family, like pretty much everyone this time around. So oh, that's wicked, man. So yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's really nice. What about you, lot? Weird Christmas. My my grandma passed oh, you know, a couple yeah. weeks ago. So rest in peace. So it's good. Nice. Nah, it was cool, man. Good send off, but. Just weird not having her for Christmas yeah, or not, just yeah. you know. But you know, she lived a good life. So um, yeah, it's a little bit of a quiet Christmas. So, mm-hmm. you know, mum and dad were a bit subdued on around Christmas, but we move in it, man. We move, we move, man. So mm-hmm. but you know, aside from that, it was good, good Christmas. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's pretty calm. Just um a friend of mine actually was hosting. So myself, my fiance, <laughs> my Jeez. sister and her boyfriend. We went up there. Um, just, like you said, Patrick, just nice vibes, food, yeah. chilling, movies, whatever. So mm. it was good, man. And luckily, I had a solid two weeks off of work. Mm. So I'm, I'm feeling good. Like I'm ready yeah, to go refreshed. back. But I was like, yeah, just refreshed. You stayed in the country? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. You, you went Ghana doing that? I didn't go, man. Oh, you didn't go? Yeah, oh, yeah, in the end. yeah, I, yeah, yeah I didn't go in the end. I, I, I wanted to stay with family in it. So, yeah, 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 it makes sense. But that was the plan. But by the grace of God, I'll, I'll go and maybe later on this year. But yeah. Yeah, we need to pattern a garnet trip for sure, man. That would be lovely, man. 100%. I want to go off season though. I won't lie, man. Same, same. It's too much when everyone's like there. Like I saw videos of people and I cried. Just looked like it was a complete, just like chocker block. Like just couldn't move through, like the city. If you were in a crowd, wherever you were, just couldn't move. So I'd like to go, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not in that summer when you're just gonna bake. But even that, I wouldn't mind because it's quiet. Mm-hmm. Quite ish versus Christmas because you know everyone does the whole. Oh, I'm going to Accra. I'm going to Lagos for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang, but this year but especially because of yeah. the um, year, return. The year return. return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I was hearing mad things about that. Like certain people, certain people were saying that um, they were offering like citizenship and like uh, what's the word like subsidies on like buying property in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Like that. Is that true? Yeah. So, as part of the year return, basically what they've done is. It made it easier for you to get citizenship if you're from the diaspora. So, so whether you're, you're from African American, Caribbean. So um, if you're a black person, basically. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. But you have to be from outside of outside of Ghana, outside of Africa. Because what can you move there? 
from is, Nigeria. Oh, like, right, got you. Nah, so I mean, essentially, it's people that were impacted by the slave trade. Right, okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so you have the mean. I don't know the, yeah, I don't know like the, the breakdown outs, of, but, yeah, exactly yeah. how much easier they make it. But yeah, mm. um, you can get citizenship relatively easy. Wow. Yeah, so that's crazy. Really so I can get Ghanaian citizenship. Yeah. But then would that mean I'd have to give up my British citizenship? No, I think no. The, I think the UK is okay with and, dual citizenship. And Ghana yeah. is as well. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. My brother's working on getting dual citizenship. I, I think I'll do so. Are you going to do it? it? So I, I'd like to. My mum wanted me to do it when I was a kid. She said, do you want to do it? And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to Ghana anytime soon, innit? But it mm. was, I, I might do it at some point. We'll see, innit? Yeah. So. And also with ECOWAS, it allows you to go to other... Oh yeah, visa free. Yeah, yeah, visa free. Visa free. Yeah. So there's there's mm, benefits for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. All right. No. So there's there's um a lot going on this year, but um let's welcome our special guest that's joining. He's just kind of been quiet listening to our conversation. So he returns. Bring in. Yeah. Welcome returns. back, my guy. So welcome back. Isn't it? Oh, thanks very much for having me, Mr. Money Jar here, and happy new guys. Happy new year, guys. Yeah, it's good to have you thank back. Thank you, thank you. No, um, we got such great feedback from your last episode when you when you joined us, and it's funny when I was reading because obviously we have the um, the mailing list, and as the fa- the form that I put out, one of the mm. questions is like, what topics you like us discussing, and who have been your favorite guests and stuff mm. like that. And a lot of the responses talk about how they really enjoy the stuff around finance and personal finance and mm. investing and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and obviously your name came up. Um, specifically so we had to get you back uh, for another one so I was thinking in this one kind of moving a little bit away from the investment side of things we wanted to talk about like personal finance a bit more which is I know your bread and butter um, but before we do that how's your kind of new year Christmas etc been? It was good yeah I spent some time with my girlfriend's family for the first time so they, okay. they came down no, from nice, Scotland man. it was oh, nice wow. to see them. nice man and then Christmas the day of, I was with my family and yeah. my, my brothers and stuff. It was yeah. good. And New Year's Eve, kept it quite quiet. I live quite close to Lambeth Bridge and there's a little spot where you can stand and watch the fireworks for free. So I did that with my girlfriend nice. as well. Oh, nice. It's nice. good. Nice. nice. Yeah. Timmy always with the, the ways to hack. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need to do like a London. Because when I was I was out on New Year's Eve, like I was going to... I, I just spent New Year's Eve at my, at my grandma's house and um, I was on my way there and I'm seeing everybody going out and I'm thinking, rah, like, if I went out tonight, I'm spending at least a bill like, mm. just to to just to see, like, fireworks or something like that or just have a few drinks in a pub or something. Mm. I'm thinking, like, rah, like, in London, if you want to go out, like, yeah, you have yeah. to, like... You, it's why I don't... It's one of the reasons I don't like going it out. It bothers me, like... Out <laughs> anymore. Like, I go out here, yeah, like, I might go for a couple of drinks and stuff in a, in a pub, prefer pubs to bars, but... um. I don't like going out, out, like going out because you have to, yeah, you got to spend that kind of the thing coin. Is, I don't mind to I, enjoy it. I don't mind spending money, but when it's like stuff that I used to do when I was living abroad yeah. for like literally nothing, yeah. and then you're spending at least like 40, 50 quid in London just to do the same thing. That's magic. Yeah. It just, oh, I get some nerves. In so the worst settings as well. Maybe we need to do like a kind of like London hacks, how to, you know. Go out and have a good time in London without, you know, well, like using like using the phone and the Oyster card when we were like sixteen. Hey, old, the East London thing. <laughs> Did you ever do that? Nah, nah you know the never. Oyster card beep. Nah, we had, on we had the recording on our yeah, phone. on our phone. So as you walk past the bus driver, you just play that recording. <laughs> you go. That yeah, is yeah. hilarious. That's ingenious. I don't think we have, I'll never try that. But hey, we were enterprising it. Yeah, trust me, bro. I rate it. That's what we was on. Anyway. So I'd be interested to know from you guys, do you guys have any 
personal finance goals going forward in 2020? Uh, yeah, to actually set aside some savings this year. Like, cool. I'm one of the 80% of people in the UK that don't have that much savings. Mm. Like, don't have, I have a bit more than £100 savings, but not much. So I want to like put aside like a nice chunky sum. And I don't know what I want to do with it yet. But for me, it's like important to have a fund that I just have to one side. Mm. When in the month do you save? Um, at the beginning of the month When so, you get paid As soon as yeah, the you know what? arrives You know the last episode When yeah. you talked about Pay yourself first Yeah yeah. Since, since then I've been like Brilliant okay, That's what I'm doing That's what mm. I'm doing But this year I really want to Like build up that fund So I'm doing Like I'm making some Small changes in my life actually So I'm moving back in With, with my mum Because I rent at the moment And where I live Is really really nice But it's expensive And I'm just like Look I don't really need to spend all this money. Mm. Um, mm. Like, I get on well with my mom and my sister. Uh, and so my mom fosters, but one of the kids have, like, grown up. Mm. They've, like, graduated, I guess. So they've moved out. So my old room is there. I, actually, it's not my old room. It's the room that I always wanted when I was younger as well. Yeah, yeah. But that room is now vacant. So I was just like, mom, I'll just move back. She's like, yeah, yeah, come back. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll do that. So that's going to free up a lot of money for me, I think, this, this year. Mm. Um, but I don't want to just... Spendthrift. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do something meaningful with it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Um, I don't think I have a specific goal. I just want to be consistent with savings. I think. Um, obviously, with me getting married is is meant. That Congrats, I'm, by the way. Yeah, yeah thank man. You, thank you. Um, Not congratulations to the 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 wallet though. You're burning a massive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, a lot of cash burn. Right it's a there, lot. Bro. Of, it's a lot of cash burn. So like, um, I haven't been able to save the last few months. Prior to that, I was actually really good with saving. So I can easily save like half my, uh, maybe like half my monthly salary. That's amazing. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's including paying rent as well. So like, I, I'm, I'm, I can be quite um, frugal. Mm. Um, but yeah, obviously with um, Christmas, with uh, the wedding and stuff, I haven't been able to save nowhere near. It's understandable though. Amount. It's like a big event and, you know, yeah. that's mm. kind of why, I mean, we all, you got to save for something and be it a rainy day or a sunny day, like getting, yeah. getting married. Like I, yeah. like even, like I have, I have savings and, when I, when Nan passed, the funeral was more expensive than I realized it would be actually. Mm, mm, mm. But obviously it was fine. I was like, look, here's a rainy day. Here it is. And yeah. I, I was neither here because you save for that, innit? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm, so mm. it was okay. Um, yeah, true. man. But probably I have an amount I'd like to save him um, this year. Um, I just need to think about where I want to, where I want to put it if I want to change it. Because I, I save in different things. So I've got like, Spoke with the hard the hard grooves lenders there on yeah, yeah, yeah. account like the tracker kind of fund. I've also used like rate setter as well. Cool. Because I think that's I think it's quite good. You get a decent coupon on that actually in the That's a P2P. Yeah, yeah, like a lending platform. platform. So make a nice bit of interest on that. And you can they've never defaulted on any of their um on any of their loans. And I think they have reserve accounts as well. So if there is a default, they basically can cover you as well. So. Are you doing that within an innovative finance ISA as well? No, it's just a, just a straight every day. It's just somewhere to park cash. Okay, so it's not, cool. a, not an ISA because I just don't want to have it locked up. Or, yeah, yeah. Mm. Or I, I know an ISA doesn't lock me up, but obviously if you, once you withdraw, your limit It uses up your, your contributions. Yeah, yeah. So I just have it in like an everyday thing. So yeah. But that's about it really. Just, I guess, more of the same. Just try and save. And yeah, that's it really. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Are, you, are you still looking to buy a house? <sighs> I'm thinking a lot about if I want to, 
you know what? It's like you. I, I enjoy being at home. Mm. I am saving, but it's like, do I really need to move out right now? Because mm. I really enjoy being with my mum, which mm. sounds kind of weird. And it's just that, not weird, yeah, but I just, I just, I don't know. I like our company and mm. I spend so much time at work anyway. I don't necessarily know if it's the time yet for me to think, oh, let me go and get a massive liability on my head. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Saving up for it though, like I'm still, I'm, but I don't know if it's the time yet for me to actually go and move out. Like I know as soon as I move out, yeah, God bless my mum, she's just gonna, oh, can I, can I have a, a key cut and I just come <laughs> through and say, I'll be like, what's the point then? Like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, just, obviously she's more than welcome to, but, mm. you know, I don't know if it's the time yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think a good option for people who wanna save to potentially buy a house in the medium to long term is a lifetime ISA. Mm-hmm. So um, the help to buy ISA, which preceded it, closed on November, November 30th. Yeah. yeah. But lifetime ISA is a really good way to um, save up to four grand a year mm. and get a 25% bonus on, on contributions as well. Mm. And that's before interest. Yeah, yeah. I think the leading provider is Moneybox. Okay. Mm. And um, it's good. And you can take the money out if you, if you don't want to um use it for a house you pay a, a, a small charge on that but mm. it's, it's well worth looking at mm. i'm one of those people though that when it comes to like the idea of buying a house and tying myself to something mm. just yeah it just doesn't sit well with me like mm. i feel like if i do that then i'll always be tied to here and i don't really want to have mm. that yeah, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm trying to think like is that just me being a bit kind of paranoid and perhaps a bit sort of naive or is there, you know, is there a financial kind of logic that can actually back up my position? Because I'm just like, ah, oh, man, I don't really want to, I don't really want to be tied to yeah. a property here in the UK because I might just want to move Bounce away. Or, yeah, I'm on, the, you know. I'm on the same boat, bro. I won't even lie. And I think obviously with you having experience living in other countries, mm. Brazil and everything, like that is a real possibility mm-hmm. for you. Like one day you might just say, fuck this, I'm, I'm getting, mm-hmm. getting back or going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with, with me as well, like I still want to have, I, I like the idea that one day I could just kind of cut and with business as well, it being linked to Ghana, mm-hmm. that would be like the, and my parents living in Ghana, that's mm-hmm. like um, the kind of strongest possibility if I were to leave. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's same reason as you, I'm thinking, mm. mm, should I really buy? Should I just Because I know the counter argument would be like, oh, well, you can like, you know, own a house and then rent it out and, yeah. you know, you can, but even still, I'm just like, oh man, I don't know. I, there's just something about tying myself to a property like that. And it's not just like, you know, it's not just any kind of small little asset. It's probably like one of the biggest assets that you're going to have in your life. Yeah. You know? I remember talking to a, a guy, he's in, he's a, a brother actually, he works in private equity. I think his name is Rodney Appiah. And um, mm. and he was saying, he does different kind of investments and stuff. Obviously, he's in private equity and, you know, he helps like small companies and the company gives out, you know, kind of seed capital. And he said he doesn't like property because it's such a capital intensive use of your money. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless you're doing it, unless you're one, a sophisticated investor or two, you're doing it for commercial purposes, mm-hmm. you can't lever up your money. So in other words... You can't say to a bank, I've got X amount. Can you possibly double up my money because I've done this up before and that means you've got further reach of your money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because, you know, if you're a first-time buyer, sure, you can have like a 5% mortgage. You put put down 95% LTV loan to value. You put down 5% of of the value of the house as as your deposit. But that might not get you a good mortgage in terms of the the interest rate. You might have to still pay a high coupon. 
Mm. Um, you know, so there's all that kind of thing to think about as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah. And the thing is, that's what I thought about as well, because I was like, oh, I really want to buy a yard and get on the property ladder and whatnot and whatnot. And I was like, why am I in such a rush to do it? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? When yeah. like I'm 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 all for people having houses, and I think if you can like rich dad, poor dad, turn a, a yeah. liability into an asset. So if you're not going to live there, try and get somebody to rent that in. Mm. But one people people and I like that, but I think people don't often consider that the law. I think has suddenly, um, I think legislation has changed, which has made it slightly more difficult to make as much profit on renting a house as once before. Things like the bedroom tax. So if you have. Mm-hmm. Um, more, I mean, you can get into this and stuff. Like this is more your remit than mine, but things like the bedroom tax, and obviously there was the, the idea that if the Labour government got in, it would become even worse because of the because of the fact that people around our age find it difficult to buy houses because the generation before us bought one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're basically paying their mortgages. They, mm. the government wanted to try and change it, which made life a little bit more right, difficult. Right, so right, right. I'm thinking about all of these things, and I'm just yeah. like, I want to buy a house when I'm properly comfortable when I'm done with all my traveling when I'm done with all of that still continue to save but when I'm grounded you know what I mean mm, so it's yeah. the same thing I just don't know if I'm grounded here in mm. in, in enough to say alright I'm going to buy a house mm. so I, know, I, I think it's you, no I was going to say what, I want to know what you think yeah so I think it's really good that we are thinking about buying a house critically because in the UK there is this big kind of furor obsession man Owning a property mm. when you go into Europe, property ownership is a lot less common. Mm. So it's, it's really good that we're thinking about that. And, and also with the age that we're at, I'm not sure where in life you guys thought you would be by the time you're in your 20s and 30s, but I thought that I would have bought a house by now and I haven't, mm. couldn't have foreseen um, property prices. And that is it's kind of okay if you're this age now and you do want to move back home, there's no pressure around that. I think mm. that's a really positive thing. But to give the flip side to why you might want to own, um, in 2014, the first rental property I ever lived in in London was in Tooting Beck. Mm-hmm. And I lived there with a bunch of different housemates, normal flat sharing situation. Mm-hmm. I lived there for three years. Mm-hmm. And after the first year of the contract, I went into a rolling contract. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, you know, I'll never forget this like it was yesterday. I was out at lunch. And I got an email from the landlord saying, um, we're serving a section 21 notice. You have to move out in two months. Mm. Mm. So, Mm. and the thing is, ever since then, I've moved probably five or six times within Mm. London, each time paying slightly less rent. And each time, interestingly, moving closer to the center of London. Mm. Because side point, I, I, after I had to move out of that property, I moved back home with my mom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was paying, my mom lived in Croydon. And I was paying £200 a month uh, travel card mm. to, to mm. go to work. Mm. So I now live in Zone 1 because I actually figured out it's cheaper to live in Zone 1. Than so you mean, wait, by, by, by cheaper, do you mean like all in? So rent plus travel yeah. or... Okay, all yeah, in. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I think yeah, yeah. a really important thing... Do you walk to work, by the way? Do you cycle? I walk to work. Yeah, yeah. A really important thing to... this kind of side point, but really important thing to look at when mm. you're renting or buying something is the total cost of living there. Mm. Yeah. And the reason why I picked Tooting was because Wandsworth had the cheapest council tax, but mm. then I was paying transport and, and all the rest of it. Mm. Yeah. Now I live in Elephant and Castle Borough area mm. yeah. and all I pay for is rent. Like I pay very, very little transport. I walk and cycle everywhere. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's that lack of stability. I think 
once you start getting older and you want to do things yeah. like have kids and so on, you don't want to be living somewhere where that at any point that. people mm. could kick you out within mm. the next two months. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, I definitely hear that is is arguably like a fa- a function of where you are in life. So I often hear of people that are um, having kids, like a lot of them, they may live in, you know, they may be, they may have a house already, but because the child or children are on the way, they are thinking about now getting the family home. Mm. So they're thinking about where we're going to live. And at that point, it's a question of the, the all-in cost. So how much are kids' school fees or exactly. not, you know, exactly. if you're trying to, do you know what I mean? So, mm. and there's that thing to think about as well for, I guess, the older listeners and whatever, if you're having, thinking about kids is, if you're going to live in a place where there's a good school and you don't pay for it, you're paying that premium in the value of the house. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if you imagine, like, um, someone was someone was telling me he wanted to live around um, Queen Elizabeth and Barnet, right? But he he just like as a oh the school family. yeah the school Q- the school okay. the QE QE boys yeah, yeah. he wanted to live there, but he just said living close in like the catchment area or like a close catchment area, nah, the house prices were crazy. Versus if you were a couple of miles away, mm. you were easily getting you know, 100, 150 shaved off the value of the house. Mm-hmm. But you, know you wouldn't I mean? be in the catchment area of the, the good schools, is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. So mm. you're paying that premium in the house. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. mad. So that's something Never, to think yeah. about as well. But that's an old, that's, I guess, an older discussion as well. Do you mm. know what I mean? But, e- so. but even like nursery fees and stuff like that. Yeah, of course, man. So nursery fees are not a joke. Childcare. But I do mm. like the the approach that we just discussed, which is like you, you buy a house and you can get a lodger in. So the mm-hmm. rent room scheme, on the rent room scheme, you can make seven and a half grand a year tax-free if you've bought a house. And then you can, if traveling is on the agenda, you could rent it out and get it managed and, mm-hmm. then, and then move abroad. Um, I would say most of the landlords I've had don't even live in the country. Yeah. And they're just collecting don't. every month. Yeah. Because really. the system prefers people who own land or, or business. Like that's what our system is based on. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just don't see myself buying a house anytime soon. But then, yeah, kids and family and everything. That just I think that, change, that, that changes aspects, things. Man. Yeah, yeah, that changes mm, things, right? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Kweku, are you like, is that in your mind? Because obviously you're getting married soon as well. Mm. Is that, were you considering or not buying a house before and now that's kind of pushed it up in your plan? Um, that's a good question. I think both of us, um, Myself and my fiance, she we were quite reluctant to get on the house and either for reasons that we brought up a little mm. earlier on, mm. as far as like whether we wanted to make the UK our home permanently mm. or even within the next kind of five years. Yeah. And that has um, kind of like stopped that being as much of a conversation. But what I do think about more is the stability aspect. And regardless of whether and not moving somewhere else to live, yeah. I would still want a base in London. Yeah. So that's like increased my kind of thinking towards, mm. you know, buying. Mm. Um, as well as that being a, like a small business owner, I also think about the fact that, well, obviously when you're still in a bootstrapping phase, mm. The savings that you make, you'd, you'd probably rather want to put into put the business in, yeah, rather than yeah, yeah. put into like housing. So, mm. um, and I personally feel like, as far as like at this age where you're able to take a bit more risk, um, putting money towards 
businesses that you, I mean, not just kind of willy nilly, but like mm. um, you can probably like the multiplier effect on that is a lot greater than if you're putting it towards a house, in my personal view. Um, but again, I think the stability aspect is a strong is a strong pool as well. So mm-hmm. kind of have to balance it out. It's mm-hmm. something I'll think about quite seriously. My mum's, and as mums are, it's kind of like, ah, oh, the sin is like, that's the whole thing. It's like, why are you going to pay somebody else's mortgage, essentially? Is the mm-hmm. thing that comes yeah, up. Yeah, and, yeah, and I, and I yeah, get yeah. it. I, I get the sentiment. That, For me personally, I see it more as like, it's, a, it's an expense, it's a cost of living. Um, so rather than thinking, you know, too much about, whether it's helping well, it's paying someone else's yeah. thing off. It's just like, an okay, outflow, cool. right? Yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, cool. I have to pay for travel. Yeah. I've got to pay for food. I've yeah. got, now it's just, I've got to pay for my housing. So. Would you ever consider moving out of London? You already live out of London, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, I had to say that. I, I'm sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> man, sorry, Croydon sorry. slander never ends, but... um, <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, man. Mm. Probably not. I know in myself that there's nowhere... Well, home counties in that. Nah. Listen, nah. if 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 it gets to a stage where like I'm in my forties and you know I can work from home and then commute into the office like two or yeah. three days a week, mm. maybe you, a home county thing. But honestly, like I can't I can't see myself living anywhere in the UK outside of outside of the southeast and like relatively close to London. Like yeah. it's just and I've been to quite a few places in the UK as well. And I'm like, well, <sighs> Like, I barely like living here anyway. So <laughs> London, for me, is like, like everything you need, you can get in London. And also, if you move out of London, okay, it might be nice, yeah. but there's certain things that you can't get there, but I know for a fact I can get that in London. There's nothing, so there's nothing you can nah, get. So what, like, this is the thing, yeah, All right, cool. So what if, I and I I call this, what what if you like this trade? I call this like the 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 Nigerian parent London trade in the sense that, yeah, Look how many kids that we grew up with yeah. in London, yeah? Yeah. That between the ages of 11 to 15, 16, all of them dash out to Kent and Essex. Mm-hmm. All of their parents took them so they could hopefully get their child into, you know, uh, yeah, and Sid or... But you can do that in London. That's or what... Whatever, or, you know... Me, my, so I, I grew up in Stratford and we moved a bit further out to Chinkford, which is almost Essex, but it's still London. Like you can do that in London. That's the that's yeah, the point that's I'm my making. Story as well, to be fair. <laughs> no, but yeah. the but the thing is though, you're paying a lot of money to, or you're still paying a lot of money to be up in Chingford compared to Greys, or do you know what I mean? That's that's so that was more that was it was more a function of that. Do you know what I mean? Because you still get a discount living outside of London. But yeah, but this discussion that we had before about it all being your costs all being amalgamated. So if you live outside of London, like I know people that commute in yeah, from train fees, mad. Tra- this country as well, like oh. with train fees, it's the tra- train fees. It's just it's a nuts thing. Like there was that news article of the guy who moved to Barcelona. Yes, yeah, was, I saw that. It was cheaper. It was cheaper for yeah, him yeah, to commute yeah. from Barcelona than it was from like probably from, nicer weather as well. But can I just caveat that? Though? I mean, are you gonna fly every no, day? No, obviously, right? but, but, but the thing. But Let's just, be real. It just, like, it, I get the illustration. It highlights the lunacy of it. Like yeah. it's just so. Yeah, I. For me, is I'm very London centric in that regard. I, like I like visiting other places, but you know, like and you have someone's kid. Their yeah. kid is nice for the ten minutes that you have them, like the baby. But you get to give it back the same way you go somewhere else in the UK. Oh, it's nice, but I don't have to live here. Like I can mm. go back home. I hear that. I hear that. I I I, I hear your point. I, I I had another question to mm. to ask, and Koiko, this is probably kind of pertinent to you, given where you're going on in your life as well, like your next step of life. 
Um, do you guys have like separate bank accounts for separate yes. things? And for Kwaku, are you thinking about, and you don't have to answer because it's a bit of a personal question, but have you had a discussion with your fiance about joint bank account for certain purposes and stuff like that? I'm just interested to know kind of what our approach is. That's I just want to see that. That's a really good that. question. Man. Really, really yeah. good question. Um, we, ha- we have like discussed it a little bit. And I think as it stands, we'll have a joint bank account for like rent and bills and like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also do want us to have separate piece for like our own discretionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it just saves headache when discretionary months. Discretionary. discretionary, discretionary. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you care to elaborate on that? <laughs> well, what I mean is. He's like, getting the chocolate supplies, isn't he? <laughs> that's on his own. That's his own. No, nah, but yeah. what I mean is like if, if, if we have like everything's in the same account and then all of a sudden I see, right, you spent 200 pounds on. Flipping shoes, or whatever, and I'm like, listen, this is our piece, and do you know what I mean? Yeah, Just that, to avoid that having like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, mm. yeah. Okay. What's your advice on that, Timmy? Wicked question. Yeah. So I, I have upwards of five bank accounts, and they all do different things. Mm-hmm. So I have the bank account that my salary goes into. Mm-hmm. I have the account that I save into. Mm-hmm. I have an account for groceries. My Monzo's for my day-to-day spending. Mm. I have a card that I only use when I go on holiday. Mm. Simply because a lot of traditional budgeting advice, which is where you draw up a massive table and you put amounts on, doesn't really work. Oh, I tried it. It's dead. Yeah. It's a bit like I actually dieting. even bought a template of someone off Twitter, you know. So oh, done. Yeah. <laughs> it was cheap. It was like a pound. But yeah, it didn't, yeah, it didn't bang. Um, <laughs> so for, for something like day-to-day spending, at the start of the month, yeah. I just take a block of money and I just whack it on the Monzo. And that makes it very, very... Like you, you just adjust over the course of the month. You yeah, buy yeah. stuff, you see how it's much true, is left. Mm. And I rarely, rarely go um, over budget. And there are lots of great apps you can use uh, to either aggregate accounts to check them like money dashboard and emma and yo yeah, yeah, yeah. see them all in one place and exactly. i also use a wicked app called curve which puts all of my physical cards on one card oh, and you just, heard swap, about this. just swap it in the app it That's even nice. does atm withdrawals okay. really yeah that Mad. is wave so my i you know i've eliminated pocket bulge i just have my one slim card holder in my pocket and it's, it's really good on the relationship thing as yeah. well um so in the conversations i have relationships come up a lot and it's interesting to hear the different approaches people have mm. i think i mean i agree with the discretionary point i think that because personal finance is personal and there are things like you know credit scores are individualized and so on mm. you definitely want to have your own money yourself yeah but then just have combined funds so yeah. the card that i use to buy groceries with my girlfriend is a monzo joint account card ah. because we both generally buy and eat the same stuff and that mm. works really well mm. if we wanted to go on holiday just set up another account and use it for that yeah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i will i was gonna say i will um the traditional budgeting like getting a pen and paper right? it, it does work but it sometimes can be like a cumbersome process. Yeah. Mm. If you haven't, like, yeah, you've got to sit down. Yeah, and, at the beginning I mean? of each yeah, month, yeah. or the end of each month, you've got to sit down and tally everything but up. That, yeah. that, that honestly works for some people, especially, yeah. you know, just to see, like, where, because, like, it, like, this is why I like, I like um, Monzo as opposed to, like, the, the more traditional banks. And I feel like um, the other banks are beginning to catch up because as soon as you make, like, a, a purchase on Monzo, it just shows on your mm. on your phone or Your whatever. Mind. Whereas with the other banks, they're starting to do it now. 
Yeah. Like you make a transaction and it doesn't actually show what the transaction is. Mm. It, you can see the difference in kind of what's spent and what's available, so to speak. Mm. But it doesn't always like show you what it is. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, you know, and if you spend like a certain amount doing whatever Monzo was, so you spend X amount on this, yes. you spend X amount on this, like, okay, did I really spend this much in the pub or this much in getting yeah. food? Yeah, yeah. So it challenges you, man. Actually, but on, on the marriage point, I was reading an article in the FT this morning, actually. And for some reason, oh, they were, they were talking about... um. Divorce because apparently, like uh, January sixth is the like oh yeah the day the divorce when, day the divorce day when people basically after Christmas, kind of you know having had passer with their partner for Christmas, call solicitors and say I'd like to go ahead with this approach. I'd mm-hmm. like to go ahead with the, with the divorce. And obviously, it's the Financial Times, and so the comment section in the FT is funny. It's not as like egregious as stuff you see in the mail, but it's like very witty and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the comments was, "Let's just remember." that marriage is basically just an, an unlimited um, liability, which is off balance sheet. I was like, this is this is cruel, <laughs> bro. It's basically just, it's like a, a gaping hole of burning cash. I was like, that's a bit harsh. And another of the comments was, because they were talking about what happens if you, you know, God forbid you get divorced and, and there's a decision on how do you do, do the schooling. And somebody said, from personal experience, I can tell you it's a 50-50 decision. Somebody, and obviously it was a man that wrote this, somebody said, it, um, the woman chooses the school and the man pays for the school. It's a 50-50 decision like that. So it was like just the run-up and but talking about personal finances and stuff. But but yeah, it's yeah, supposed man. to be financial strife is, I think, the second biggest cause for divorce, isn't it? Yeah. After infidelity. Mm-hmm. I think they the recently, re- I think they recently reversed. Really? So it's yeah. finances first, infidelity yeah. second. Yeah. Mad. Mm, so yeah, man, that's a, that's a big thing. Maybe we need to do a married edition of finances as well. So... Maybe when Quick is married, we'll do that one. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, there was another question that I had. Hmm. I can't remember now what it was. Oh. We've like... Sorry, no, no, go on, go on. I was going to say just more broadly, obviously we, we tackled my personal situation, but like <laughs> for like the everyday person, maybe they're single, um, may or may not be living at home. Um, what are your like main... Saving tips Broad as hell But like Yeah I've, My Yeah my thing was that Like You know how like Everybody's sort of Drawing up their New Year's resolutions And mm. it's like oh, I'm going to do this gym membership I'm going to do this I'm going to eat healthy I'm going to buy this protein shape and A lot of it is like Subscription space now mm-hmm. um, What would you say Is it Yeah like the most shrewd way Of going about that And Because mm. um, a lot of people When they start off They don't really know what like you only develop a routine once you've developed a routine. So you mm. don't know how, like what you're going to spend on what yet, but you're just like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. Mm-hmm. But what, what do you think is like the most shrewd way of uh, approaching that? Like if you're you know, trying to start a new year and got all these new, new so, resolutions. So yeah, just the, the pay yourself first thing that we spoke about mm-hmm. in the previous mm-hmm. episode, just a really good savings habit is one of the most basic fundamentals. So you get paid and you want to aim for 10%, anywhere upwards of that is really, really good um, of your take-home pay and you want to put it away. Mm. If that's too high of a monthly saving, I say over the course of a year, start with one pound. So month one, literally save one pound. Mm. Month two, five pounds. And then for the rest of the year, 1%, 2%, 3% until you get up to 10%, Mm. like build it up gradually. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, the uh, few different banks have um, roundups and save the change yeah. uh, things that you can turn yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, a really 
frictionless way to save money as mm. well. I remember mm. turning it on in my Monzo, leaving it on for six months, and I saved 150 quid. Quite cool, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm told I just rinse mine. I'd get to the end of the month, like, oh, I need You can lock it. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't lock it. I'm just like, I might need that still. So then I get to yeah. the end, like, oh, yeah. Um, when it comes to things like uh, bills, so my, mm. my next meetup this month is going to be on bills, just to ways to get the best um, kind of deals and mm. approaches to your your fixed expenses because that's where a lot of your money goes. Mm-hmm. So 100% going to that. Oh, wicked. Yeah. So for things like, you know, broadband and like with your home bills, there's really good cashback that you can get um, for switching or for going through sites like Uswitch and Top Cashback mm-hmm. and Quidco. Um, for I recently, uh, you, you want to haggle as well with things that you pay for. So mm. for my mobile phone, um, I'm with three and I have unlimited data, texts and uh, minutes. Oh, is the network even good though? It's very good and you can use it in several different countries around the world. The, the list is huge. But guess how much I pay for, how for much? that? You said um, everything's I'm, unlimited, basically. Unlimited everything. I'm, yeah. I'm saying 30, 40. Okay. No, I reckon about 15 quid because I got something similar. Very good. Ah, yeah. 15 pounds? Nin- 19 pounds. 19 pounds? Yeah. yeah. And I did that just by getting on the phone and saying I'm leaving. Is this a SIM only contract or? A SIM only. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Still solid though. Yeah. Very yeah, good. Yeah. And then there are just little things you can do like when it comes to, and it's a basic one, but like with Spotify, if you're paying £10 a month and you have four friends, then you're paying way too much because you should just club together with your friends and pay for the, mm. the family one and then yeah. just split the cost mm. between yeah, yeah, yeah. Between well, you. I was going to say, what about um, credit cards? Are you a fan? Are you not a fan of, of using credit cards? Like, I'm, I'm, know, I'm a big fan of credit cards, actually. I actually prefer credit cards to overdrafts because um, when I was at university, you know, you don't know if you guys went with NatWest, you got like the <laughs> yeah. free rail card with it. Yeah. But you have this kind of £2,000 like debt that you can dip, dip into that mm. you all of a sudden have to start paying fees for. Mm. And you get in the situation where you can be given a grand but have zero pounds mm. because you've been in your overdraft. So I like mm. credit cards because... It's a separate account and it's like a physical thing mm. and you you know how to use it. My most recent use for a credit card actually was paying um, a flat deposit. I used a money transfer credit card, 0%, and took the money out and put it on the, the mm. rental deposit. And mm. I know that once I get that deposit back, I just put it back on the card. Yeah, mm. I know some people, they use... I mean, I, I use... I mean, if whenever I go traveling, I tend to book my flights and stuff on a credit card because yeah. I think you get a bit of... Um, consumer protection as well. Yeah. On that as well. So I, I'd rather use my credit card. Oh, yeah. And like, then, like yeah, yeah, for example, yeah. Thompson going under. And for purchases over yeah, 100 yeah. quid, you definitely. Get more protection and stuff. So I tend to do it for that. But, and yeah. then if you want to, you know, if you're, you all sound like you're big travelers, if you um, use credit cards, either the cashback or the, the air mile. So Amex does really good credit cards mm-hmm. at the moment for that. Um, me and my girlfriend have one. I think if you spend 10 grand over the course of the year, you get a companion voucher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is two for one travel. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is this the BA Amex? BA Amex, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used, I don't know if they still do it, but I think you um, uh, used to get, you used to get really good discounts on business and first, like really subsidized so, using the credit card. 
that credit card that really subsidized flight to business and first, like basically playing an economy plus a little bit. All right. I don't yeah. know. I don't know about the the subsidies, but the the voucher I think is for any any flight. Um, and then I just have to be honest, like just in terms of like the things you can do, mm. a lot of the money that I got over the past year came from um, like compensation payouts and refunds. So um, I did a couple of flight delay claims mm-hmm. and and got a few hundred quick a few, few hundred quid back um, mm-hmm. from that mm. um so i think it's just about like knowing your rights and yeah 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 what um <clears throat> what changes have, are you making this year like what what like at the start of this new year you had some resolutions i guess like yeah. are you making any big changes or are you just like more of the same like what i've got at the moment is good i just want to keep doing the same um, so what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to properly build, is this in the finance remit or just Yeah, I, I guess finance, but if you you can go generally as well, if you want. So I'm trying to, because I'm, I'm quite happy with how I treat my finances. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get good daily routines and, and habits okay. um, mm-hmm. done. So I'm trying to build a good morning routine yeah. where I wake up and I do the same steps every day just to get a good start to the day. And mm-hmm. I've downloaded an app to track all of them in. I mean, yeah. I, I love an app. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just like, you know, wake up, meditate, exercise, mm, yeah. breakfast, read a bit. Um, mm. And then on the Mr. Money Jar side of things, I just want to, yeah, keep posting to social, keep connecting with people, keep okay. doing events and meetups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool. With the, um, the sort of the morning steps, like the morning routine thing, mm. I know because... I've read about this in a few places that that is like one of the keys that successful people sort of say. No, like, I've like, read like, this before. Like if yeah. you conquered the first hour, you've conquered the day. Yeah. And stuff like that. But the thing that I really struggle with is that I can't stand routine. I hate doing the same thing. Like maybe like two or three times in a week. But if I find myself getting in, into a routine, mm. I literally like, I need to break this. Somebody, <laughs> no, but you know what it is? Somebody, really somebody explained it to me once and said, that the thinking of it that way, which I'm kind of more like you. I just don't like routine. And so it's just like, I, I just, I, I haven't, I just don't like it. What I'm it is, fan, is that but... there's there's enough routine in my sort of capitalistic dictated life already <laughs> that I get up, I get on the tube, yeah. it's the same commute in, going to work. Do you know what I mean? Like there's yeah, so but... much routine already that it just, it, I think that's what puts me off. But I was going to say the flip mm. side of that is if you can actually have a routine where you have like your morning basically set out for you before the morning itself. Exactly. Mm. It basically frees up a lot of mind space. Okay. Um, and the argument is like, because I, I was reading about someone and they have their like, their not uniforms, but kind of work outfits planned and yeah. breakfast and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. plans and commutes and everything. And basically it just frees the person just to do whatever the person wants to do and yeah. just mm. without having to, oh, you know. What am I going to wear? Yeah, what am yeah, I going to yeah. eat? Exactly. Oh. Yeah. All that is, my mum used to say to me, it's the small um, foxes which spoil the vine or something, which it took me a long time to understand, but it's like the, it's the small stuff which adds that up and you accumulates, down. you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, that's you true. Because so, in fact, that that is one of the reasons why a lot of successful people say, you know, have a routine because like the small decisions that you make on a day-to-day, you just, you don't even have to think about yeah. them. Um, I think it was um, Steve Jobs, like why he wore the same pretty much the same outfit every single day is because yeah. why am I going to use brain power to worry about what I'm mm-hmm. going to wear? But mm-hmm. for me, like, again, that's so against my nature because, but, like, how I dress and how I look, my appearance is, like, 
an extension of how to you, not only well. yeah not only like what I'm like as a person but how I'm feeling that day as well like some some days like I want to wear like a bright thing because it's a reflection of how I'm feeling on other days I'm just wearing black or whatever because again it's just like it's yeah so how are you feeling right now bro you this is just like <laughs> this Gray is just like and black yeah, and... it's a reflection of the weather really like I'm wearing like grey jeans a light grey hoodie it's like relaxed but also kind of Utilitarian as well Got my My sort of Yeah Chunky trainers on <laughs> But like It's not that I sit down And think okay This is how I'm feeling And this is what I'm gonna wear It's just like an innate thing Like oh Yeah Then I, I would say that The the wearing of clothes Doesn't form a part of your routine Then that's something that mm. Clearly brings you joy And makes you happy that's, So yeah, you that's, should That's discretionary mm. right? mm. you know? But, but this, what I was going to say to that Is literally everything Like what I decide to eat Again like, I can't make that routine Because it's like How am I feeling today Do you know what I really fancy like I'm going to have some grapes This morning Some Like if I turn that Into a routine Then I feel like I'm becoming like Some sort of automaton like, Nah sort of but robot. you need Do you know what it is You need to put like Like I don't, I don't, I, I think we all need some kind of regimented yeah. routine In yeah. our lives So that we, yeah. we have freedom and space To do other things mm-hmm. yeah. My morning routine is Gap between for work normally for work anyway. Gap between anywhere between I'd say five five and six thirty. Wake up, mm-hmm. um, go in accordingly. I get myself uh, a coffee mm-hmm. and uh, a piece of pastry. I know it's always gonna be a coffee and a piece of pastry. I don't know which coffees they'll be. Some <laughs> coconuts. I have a coconut flat white or a mm-hmm. coconut mocha because mm-hmm. I'm you know get off dairy and that. Um, a croissant, almond croissant or a cinnamon swirl. One of those three. Get that go in, do my stuff. My decision's already made. That's small stuff. Mm. And so I already know I've got this band of what I can do. Do you know what I mean? Because if mm. I'm thinking, oh, Rush, should I have porridge or should I do this or whatever? Do you know what I mean? It's kind mm. of, it just takes up space. I don't need to use that space I up in the morning. Saying, like, I hear what you're saying, but for me, it's like, if I take the same, like, you know that um, when uh, Black Mirror did Bandersnatch, right? Yeah. yeah. And you have loads of different routes or whatever. But yeah. like, imagine you just did the same route over and over again. You won't find anything new. And that's that's why I think, I, I think that like a routine is kind of like the structure yeah. that you drop your joy into. Like, okay. for, like okay. we we all celebrate our birthdays, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. It's the same day every year. Mm-hmm. You could celebrate your birthday on any given day, but like that's the appointed time. It doesn't then dictate what the party should be or what you do to celebrate it. It's just Okay. That is a yearly routine that is widely practiced. Yeah, but for me, like a year, like a daily routine is different to you. Bro, you're being contrarian. But right no, now. no, I know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to get bogged down in routines. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think. Um, I think when you when you start like tasting the benefits of it, it becomes like. Okay, do you know what? I'd say just just try it small, small, yeah, mm. and just try a little morning routine. Probably not the clothes thing because I'm going to drive you mad, <laughs> but just everything. No, else, do you know like, what? I, I, at one stage in my life, I did wear pretty much like black or grey clothes all the time. And it didn't really provide me with any kind of benefit, except maybe it made me getting ready in the morning a bit quicker. No, no. So maybe skip that bit out, right? And yeah. then just have a routine for everything else. Yeah. And okay. see what it does for your brain, if it does anything. Mm. Okay. I'll, I'll it report frees back. you up on something. Yeah, I'll report back. Yeah, let us know, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. I had a question related to like groceries. So that's a that's an area where a lot of people spend money and not even notice like how much they spend, like yeah, yeah. having coffee and breakfast and whatever at work. Um, do you have any advice on how you can like control your grocery spending? Um, so again, I would say like for me, I set up an account for it. 
and the money that's in there is for the month mm. and I, I spend from that and you just adjust, you know. So towards the end of towards the beginning of the month, I'm buying more stuff. Towards the end of the month, it's like what's in the fridge, what's in the cupboard, what kind of weird ass meal can I make? <laughs> um <laughs> getting money back on Grace is really good. So I'll show you guys. Um if you're not on this app already, definitely download Stowcard. Stowcard. Stowcard, yeah. So Stowcard is a, a loyalty card. Hmm. How do you um, spell it? S-T-O-C-A-R-D. Okay. And what you can do is you can upload so if you go to Starbucks every day or if you go to Sainsbury's once a week, you can upload all your loyalty cards mm. to it and scan them at the checkout. Mm. And so you're collecting loyalty points mm. every time um, you go grocery shopping. Mm. And so once or twice a year, I get a lot of points back on all my the shopping that I do really um, regularly. Okay. Yeah. That's good. But also in terms of grocery shopping, yeah, I would say um, a really good place to get food if you've got on close to you is Waitrose for the essential stuff. Waitrose Essentials, their food, like it's, it's quality food mm -hmm. and it's a little bit more than what you might, just a dash bit more um, expensive, but the food is 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 good for like a practical point of view. Mm -hmm. If you've got a Waitrose around you, I find it's quite it's quite good in that respect because it isn't actually that much more expensive than going to like Sainsbury's or Asda or whatever and stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've won, I've won good still, like near so. me and like what I noticed, noticed is like from like six onwards, Everything's cheaper. They yeah, have like a sticker. section like, yeah, yeah, bro. Just slap bare stickers on it. You can get stuff for a lot cheaper. This is waitress. Yeah. Waitress, yeah. Oh, man. I don't have a waitress anywhere. Near I'll, man. I'll you don't go on near you, bro. No, man. Mm. Not in Tottenham. Which is not rich yet, man. <laughs> I would also say, um, like, just making better use of, like, deals and discounts. So, there's obviously perishables you need to refill on um, daily, if not weekly. But if you see a bunch of toothpaste or washing up liquid or soap on deal, then you can literally buy as much of that as you want because mm. you will eventually use it. Mm -hmm. And that's a better use of your your money in the long term. Long seeing like loads of flipping like Andrex rolls in like a storage cupboard. You know what I mean? Oh, right. like buying the massive, I, I'll do it though. Mm. But when you buy like the huge, like the 16 mm. pack of Lou roll, yeah. yeah. And you've got like four of them because they were really cheap. You just, you just look there and think, why did I do that? But at some point, all the Luro must be used. So, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. It's not, <laughs> yeah. you know, you obviously take a while to use it, but it's, yeah, it's still good yeah. to do. So, go to Lidl as well, man. I was going to say, Lidl's the one. Lidl is the plug. It, every single time I go in there and I buy like a whole heap of stuff, it shocks me how little I'm spending. Yeah. And I don't it's know, decent quality too. It's yeah. Not what, like, what do you think, Mr. Money Judge? You go Lidl much or? I don't actually go to Lidl too much. Um, I go to the Tesco near me and the, the Sainsbury's okay. near me. But Lidl is is really good. Mm -hmm. No, it's just, yeah, with, I don't know about Tesco and Sainsbury's. Like, I, I've got them both near me as well. Mm. But it's like, I go into Lidl and I'll buy like the same amount of stuff that I buy in Tesco mm. and Sainsbury's. When I come out, I'm like, right, I really didn't spend that much. Also, money. I, I do the, the pastries, they're banging Lidl, yeah? I'm not yeah, I'm told the that they are so, the pastries bang like they really ah listen go next time and try the pastries I'm not bro. really a pastry kind of brother but I'll <laughs> not <laughs> what man you ain't got a sweet tooth not really like I'll have blood every now and then but I, I'm I'm not really, really yeah I'm not like that bigger sort of pastry guy like I might have the odd chocolate croissant once a month or something nah, like I love pastry man the thing nah, is when I eat it I like it but I'm not like oh I need to get a pastry you know mm. what I mean mm. yeah, but okay alright I'll try, yeah, I'll try, try the pastry bangs man cool cool I'm just trying to think I've, I think I've exhausted all my questions I've done a lot of talking today I feel like as well 
I don't have any other. Do you, do you got anything else? No, man. Any final nuggets of wisdom for the listeners? Anything that you want them to take into this new year? Anything that's like specific about 2020 as well, like a new decade? Oh, right. Um, I didn't really go too much for the, the whole new decade that's thing. That's fair enough. Like, <laughs> I'm a, I just think like sustainably building habits mm-hmm. um, every single day mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, the way to go. I like so, that. And starting small and starting frictionless. So mm, if, yep. if there's a place you want to be by the end of the year, mm. like grid saving, don't feel silly putting aside a quid a month or five pounds a month. Mm. Just know, know where you're heading towards. Mm. Yep. And, uh, and incremental gains just gradually get mm. better and better every day. Mm. That's sound advice. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah, one thing I think I'm taking away is like all those apps you mentioned. Because like what you said about frictionless habits... Apps definitely like a, yeah. a, a good way to. Do oh it. yeah, so 100%. I appreciate it. I was taking notes the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool man. He wants to wrap up. Shall I wrap up? I'm gonna yeah. wrap up. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to Over the Bridge podcast. Um, did we say Happy New Year? By the way, do we even say yeah, that? Happy New Year, everyone. Um, this is the first episode of 2020. First episode of the decade, which is no big deal, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you know where to find us. Um, but if you don't. Uh, we are on social media, Twitter, Instagram, at OTB Podcast UK. <clears throat> and if you'd like to send us an email, if you want to reach out, if you want to collab, or you just want to send, you know, your criticisms or maybe, you know, your praises or whatever, if you want to hit, um, hit us up on email, it's um, OTBPodcastUK at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, that's it for us, from us for now. Uh, have a good week and we'll see you next time.